So you can do that. And so let's see here. More people are coming on the line, so we're uh, expecting Venerable any moment, checking in on her, and I'm going to invite, I think what I'll do is unmute everyone here for a couple minutes, and uh, while we're, and we can just find out where people are calling in from. So if you have a mute button on your phone, and you have background noise, you can use that mute button right now because uh, right now everybody is muted. I'm going to unmute everyone, and you can just say where you're calling from as we're uh, looking forward to Venerable's class here. So I'm going to unmute everyone. Here we go. Hello. Hey there. Oh, How do you hear me? Venerable. Yes. Oh, uh, I do hear you. Yes, the yes. first number for some reason didn't work, and so I called in on this line, and I didn't know how to unmute it, and I'm very happy that we are able to connect in this way. So many people in different parts of the world all connected through the movement of the wind and water. This is incredible. So the the technical display reminds us of the importance of our heart-to-heart -heart connection. Yes, yes. And, um, Venerable, let me just give me one moment here to adjust things. Okay, there we go. Are we ready? Are we still connected? Well, certainly we're connected in the heart. Just as all oh, of this. Yes. Now, now you're ready. I'm sorry, Venerable. Go ahead. Aha. Uh -huh. May our exploration together, the time we consider these words and the images that they reveal, may this time reveal the wisdom potential within each and every one. And may our growing understanding about the dance of forms arising bring forth ever more skillful activities in our lives to benefit all our relatives, all beings, and this and all worlds. All appearances arise from space, moved by winds of potential, called Coriolis forces. Spiraling movement of the field gives rise to matter through myriad changing forms arising as harmonic patterns. Matter takes shape according to geometric principles which are repeated through many dimensions of continually arising potential. Some postulate that all appearances and all matters is a projection of our minds, spoken of as the holographic universe. The principles of forms arising, often displayed as geometric forms beginning as the five platonic solids, reveals a pattern in principles 
that are expressed in the macrosm and the microsm and observable as the Fibonacci spiral echoing the resonance generated with the first wave. Some say it was light, some say it was sound, some say it was the word. By waves of potential, which becomes the dance of galaxies bursting from the cosmic womb. The four pillars of the medicine cabin can be seen replicated in many cultures, also seen as four spiraling pillars at St. Peter's Basilica, symbolic of toroidal energy which gives rise to the dance of appearances. Empty space, direct access to wisdom's arising potential. It is a seed that echoes within everyone's heart. What is expressed in the dance of galaxies being born is also expressed within the very atoms of our being and the subatomic particles. Our thought and actions contribute to these appearances as individual and collective streams. Intention to be, to explore the appearance of difference, reveals the potential of creation's dance. So, observing the wave, observing the potential, with a promise to return that information of lessons learned to the field. Through the silent awareness of the heart, the ongoing voice of communication, each one part of the whole, sharing experience. When love is withheld, magnetism is distorted, and communication and understanding become unclear. Love, a cohesive energy, the magnetism of the second pole, the second pillar, what does it reveal? It reveals that in the arising field of potential is the many, and the many is a dynamic dance called together through a cohesive energy called magnetism and also referred to as resonance. In a simple way, we can say it is the energy of love and understanding that in the quiet space of our hearts, we may hear the voices of all our relatives, all beings. Why do we individuate so that we can see the glory and the wonder of the dance arising? The first pillar represents the dissonance of stillness and the explosive potential toward action. In a sense, we pacify the explosion of possibility through exploration of the wave patterns and the forms that arise. The second pillar represents creation of cohesive activity via tendrils of 
thought action, harmonizing the appearance of dissonance to a revelation that overtones reveal creation of more subtle appearances of forms as cohesive expression of mother-father magnetism becoming fabric of time and space. Purify the illusion of fixed energy states and consider all echoes as relatives dancing on the wave. As a pebble is thrown upon the quiet lake, ripples go out. The ripples are not separate from the lake, yet momentarily they appear as ripples. And so too is our dance as human beings. The spiraling dance of forms arising, expressed in the cowlick of our own heads, and the ways in which our bones grow also reflect the pillar of intelligence that builds cohesiveness. Excuse me. <coughs> cohesiveness, mind-linked, sharing information, observing the potential in each moment as inseparable from the mirror of open space and the seed of wisdom within each being. Conceptualize, visualize, energize, actualize. The fourth pillar, like the lightning, strike which reveals that while there appears to be many, each appearance is as bubbles on the wave appearing momentarily separate, and again remembering with a lion's gaze, seeing a unified field fabric. All this is arising as a dance, like musical tones, overtones of a first song, expressed in the appearance of you and I. Spin gives rise to polarity, thus magnetism, creating small circles of cohesion, attracting energy potentials which give rise to myriad appearances from which we are not ever separate, only appearing as individuated ephemeral moments of matter. The dance of these arising potentials conforms to a pattern which is repeated in the formation of galaxies and the forming of the human body. Patterns revolve around a spiral, which we have come to know through observing the wind and observing the beauty of the flowers like the sunflower or the pine cone it becomes clear that there is a pattern around which all forms arising spiral. This is often called the golden mean. The golden mean, this dynamic dance, this resonance of forms arising, is replicated at every scale of existence, from subatomic to galactic. 
The Greek philosopher Plato, while observing natural patterns, argued for the existence of universal patterns as ideal forms from which nature was made manifest. The arrangement of plant seeds, as seen in sunflowers and pine cones, are examples of a sublime order. From the circle, from the womb, appearances arise. Spiraling energy, the quartering of the circle, four winds giving rise to matter, turning winds which are symbolized as a cross. The sphere of the ovum after fertilization becomes four cells appearing when imagining their centers as connected as a tetrahedron. According to some mystics, the cells, when splitting into eight, become the seat of vitality, residing in the sacrum for the duration of that being's life. The circle is a primal container for the energy of consciousness and its potential. The vortex is the form to circulate and transmit energy and consciousness through time and space. What is occurring within one's body-mind is also echoing within the field. Ripples upon the lake you can experience as our human family what is touching one part of this human family in that we are all contained in the womb of space touches each of us. Through this spiraling dance, the five perfect divisions of the sphere, known as platonic solids, are the basis for the formation of matter. And this is a, a small, that was a small quote from Robert J. Gilbert, The Living Universe. It is said that seed sounds of ancient languages replicate in their formation the spiral of the golden mean and platonic solids. And this is clearly seen in the formation of Sanskrit and Hebrew languages in that the formation of the letter is expressing a vibrational pattern that is connected and not separate from the spiraling dance of forms arising. The tetrahedron, an expression of fire, and can be observed as a building form the cube, it represents solid matter, the foundation of earth where we live. And the octahedron represents air and thought. The icosahedron represents water, dreams, and creative potential. And the duodecahedron represents the cosmos. Each of these geometric shapes through time have been explored as teaching models and learning models of how the mystical universe is expressed in each and every moment. 
So it is a long-time observation that the tetrahedron, with its four vertices, its six edges, and four faces, is an expression of the fire and is also connected with the fire that builds and the intelligence that sees possibilities. Cube, earth, eight vertices, 12 edges, six faces. Depth, height, width, volume. This is the container that enables the exploration to be revealed in patterns that are accessible to the viewer who still has not recalled that they are inseparable from the sound of forms arising. So this very walk upon the earth, the exploration of the cube is also our own exploration of matter. Considering matter as a container, the sense of uh, crucifixion in the flesh is a reminder that with forgetfulness, that natural awakened state may be forgotten. And just as we have heard of resurrection, when we recall ourselves as inseparable from the awakened state, and that what is in the smallest part of I is in the smallest part of every being and an echo of a larger song. Thus, one reawakens to the memory that our walk in the park of experience is not at all separate from universal awareness. The octahedron, like four-sided pyramids that you may see as placeholders in the lines of communication, connecting the ley lines of our planet with constellations afar is also a symbol of air. Six faces, uh, excuse me, the message of the octahedron is communication. The vertices are six, the edges are 12, the faces are eight. The octahedron, a container for the flame of wisdom and the magnetism of compassion to reveal our connection through vast fields, that the point of galaxies arising in the birthplace of outer space, the pillars of the eagles, they also connect through the octahedron known as pyramids and via ley lines through the earth. 
So the octahedron also is a uh, container for the sacred fire. Some might call it the Holy Spirit. Others may call it intelligence. However we name this mystery, it is a fire that builds and communicates, and it is stored <coughs> in each moment, each subatomic particle, and in our speech and thought. So this shape of the octahedron and its connection with the air conveys information from subtle realms into material realms through the spiraling energy of the ley lines, the movement of the atmosphere, and the circulation of breath. The duodecahedron, it is known to represent heaven. And it has 20 vertices, 30 edges, and 12 faces made of pentagons, an indication of the five elements that give rise to our physical form. It becomes apparent that the dance of life is not at all separate from the wisdom of the open sky. So within the duodecahedron, which represents heaven, we also see the gateway of the elements that give rise to our physical form, again connecting us with spiraling waves, spiraling threads of communication, and thus heaven and earth meet within our hearts. The icosahedron, with its 12 vertices, 30 edges, and 20 faces, represents uh, water, the water, the sweet water of remembrance, the water that washes away and reveals the water that has within original message, original instruction of this dance of forms arising. So we see the shapes as containers for vast information. The platonic shapes reveal the connections of our body-mind and forms arising particularly when we take note of the chemistry that is expressed through the appearance of forms. So there are some scientists who have looked to make a connection with the platonic forms arising and chemistry. Uh, those are notions worth exploration. The shapes themselves convey information, and by building each of these platonic solids, one may understand the 
significance of thought, word, action, and result. And then one can also see the medicine of purifying those thoughts that no longer sustain skillful action, pacifying inner conflict, energizing that awakened state, and doing what is beneficial. So whether awake or sleeping, one is inseparable from the wisdom state. And like a child in the womb, we are in a field of nurturing awareness. How are we nurtured? Through the cascading waves of rainbow light. These spiraling waves, they also, within our own bodies, become ascending and descending currents. Electric energy, this energy of mother wisdom and father skill, it is an ongoing dance in which we see revealed the projections of our mind, and within those spiraling pathways, we may see our tendencies of view or reactive state. By observing and understanding that ultimately all is united in a field of great love, such views of separation fall away. So a wise person may hear on the wind the sound of the whales. A wise person walking through the forest may recognize the pulse of the mother tree who has stored information and knowledge for other beings in the forest and for us as well. The dance of forms arising expressed in the beauty of the pine cone also reveals the spiraling energy of drawing from the earth and offering to the sky and receiving from the sky and offering to the earth waves of information, communication. The spiraling dance in uh, some cultures is unraveled through physical practices such as Tai Chi, yoga, and each culture has its form. Also, there is the energy of diet, the energy of diet supporting the earth element and each element that flows through us. When rebuilding our place of sanctity, one can contemplate the cube, and within the cube, a golden sun to remind us that the awakened being that is each of us is not separate from the experience of form. To clarify the mind and to awaken the wisdom eye, to see beyond constructed appearances, 
conditioned views, one may contemplate the tetrahedron and the flame, dancing light, forms arising. How may we purify the illusion of separation? Observe the fire that warms, the fire that builds, the fire of a star and galaxies, and know that that warmth also is within each of us. The gift of the human body, in a sense, is to have an alchemical retort where we may, within our body-mind, transform and extract from experience the elixir of wisdom and understanding. Some may think that elixir is gathered outside and indeed uh, good food and healthy medicines such as herbs that purify and stabilize assist us in the process of uncovering the elixir. And it is the internal dance, the observation of the spiraling energies, the tendrils of potential that move through each of us that reveal the medicine of the awakened mind. What is the awakened mind? The flash that feels, recognizes. We are all dreamers in a dream. How is one expressing that awakened activity with compassion for everyone knowing that they are not separate from us and that each one experiences the suffering of loss, sickness, old age and death? Appearances change. The vehicle may unwind and the wisdom of its appearance is not separate from the form arising or dissolving. Having the gift of the human body, walking on the earth, being part of the earth, also reveals our connection with myriad universes, vibrating membranes of communication, just as food is carried into the cell through the membrane, in a sense, information of myriad realms flows through membranes of awareness that we see more clearly our connection with the vast intelligence of forms arising as expressed in the nebula, like the dynamic birthplace of galaxies that can be seen as the eagles and the pillars from whence forms arise. 
so one can view uh, photos of these vast regions in space and be inspired that the very energy that is generated in those vast regions of space continuously echoes within each of us like a fractal. What was begun as stardust and the information contained therein also is within each and every one of us in every form. Understanding this, mystics through time, explorers through time, to enhance remembrance of that awakened state placed on nexus points of the spiraling energies in the earth, pyramids that we may hear clearly and offer our appreciation for the gift of life, and the earth herself may receive the cascading waves of grace that spiral through heaven. The neurons of our brain, they are mirror images of the tendrils of dark matter that connect one region of space with another. Spiraling tubes communicating, potentials arising, a bioresonant network of communication in which we are all one. Like uh, the curled fern, the potential of that remembrance is within. And just as the tall oak is within the small acorn, also understanding resides within our hearts. So the explorer who wished to intellectually understand this dance of forms arising, and this has occurred in many cultures around the world, noticed that by squaring the circle, that is, quartering the circle, we could see replicated the spiraling winds as they appear over mountain tops. And from the spiraling winds, it becomes revealed a tetrahedron, cube, octahedron, pyramid, duodecahedron, and icosahedron, and that there is a relationship of these shapes to the elements that sustain us. So the pyramids placed upon ley lines and perhaps the standing stones, they enhance an ongoing communication. Wherever we are, through the spiraling energy of the wind and the telluric currents of the earth, we are all connected. And by observing our heart-mind, it becomes clear that we may contribute energy of pacifying confused states 
through the sweet medicine of forgiveness, and that we may purify the conditioned view, the reactive states, through compassion for ourselves and others, and that we can very strongly commit to understanding the mystery of what is, and to know that the answer is within each of us. And just as forms arise in geometric patterns, we begin to see the importance of spiritual uh, codes of ethics or codes of right relationship. It becomes clear that how we look at one another has an impact of feedback upon them and the appearance of us. You and I, we are arising from the same song, and it is important that we are cheerful with our words. I had the good fortune to visit some, a few times a monastery in Belgium where it is Russian Orthodox, and one half of the monastery is um, Roman Catholic. And in the Russian Orthodox part of the monastery, around the candlelight is a symbol <coughs> of a duodecahedron. From the light, the forms arise, the elements are revealed, and we ourselves become explorers stepping out from heaven, swimming through the sea, inseparable from remembrance, embraced in the communion of things as they are. And within this sacred monastery, there were three places, a lower chamber uh, into the earth, the ground-level church, and then above, a secret space. Um, and this reminds us of the spiraling energies, three places in the deep place of the temple in the ground, the singing, the chanting resonates through the ley lines, pacifying, purifying, and reminding beings that there is a energy of love that may wipe away all ills. And in the mid-level of this wondrous monastery, there are altars and there is also singing. And it shows that our ordinary experience is still like dew, falling from the ideal realms of the heavens, and the seed of ideal activity is within each of us. And the upper realm more secret and sacred, behind a curtain, a table, and a chair, and a candelabra. The candelabra, as I observed, 
appeared like the spiraling energies of galaxies and their resonance with the energy centers within our own bodies. And appearing in that chair was a being of light flashing in and out of you, just as we ourselves are here and also beings of space and light. So the information that is shared by sacred geometry has become the basis also for healing systems through the understanding of the cascading waves from grace and the developing of the elements as they become tendrils within our bodies and meridians also reveals the antidote to any appearance of confusion. So the ideal realm, it is also within us. And having the gift of the human body, we also have the opportunity to transform and transmute that forgetfulness into an elixir of awakening and remembrance. Then one begins to extend the from the flat faces of those platonic solids into stediated versions where we begin to draw points out into space. And uh, Kepler was the first to do this as far as I know. And he was motivated by his desire to understand the mind of the Creator. And so through extending lines from the vertices of each of the five shapes, he then created stereated forms and an indicator of realms within realms. And a simple explanation for our existence is that myriad realms exist within us and we exist within them. So through time, cultures have amplified these sacred energies and created sacred space with medicine wheels, temples, and churches built along certain ley lines. What makes a sacred space? Clear communication through heaven and earth, a resonance with the purity of the water, resonating with the purity of space. Creation, an ongoing dance, and myriad cultures as explorers reveal a view, a point, a reference, a potential that has arisen from this field of one. May you recall that you are inseparable from this awakened field and that the spiraling dance of forms arising 
is continual, and we are not separate from it. Whether sleeping or awake, we are one in this dance of forms arising. May these words uh, inspire you to think and explore and reveal ever more brightly your natural wisdom and the means within each of us to transform aggression, confusion, and give rise to fields and communities of cooperation. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jennifer, for making this possible. And any of those beings who are dynamic electrical obscurators uh, who play games with electronics, may you also recall that you are unified in the field of light. We are all one. We steer the chariot of the gods with our thoughts, our flag the fabric of time and space blowing in the wind, its threads the projections of our mind, and the wind's echoes our actions, helixing through elements and emotions into form. The appearing forms essentially are space and are but projections of our minds. How wonderful the mystery. Thank you. Thank you, Venerable. And if anyone would like to ask a question, star two to raise your hand. And again, you can type in a question if you're listening online. So while people are formulating their questions, I have a question, Venerable. So uh, it, these sacred forms, these sacred shapes, and perhaps particularly the platonic solids, uh, when we see them naturally occurring in our day-to-day -day life, it could be in advertising, it could be in nature, it could be in anything, when we see them, is there any kind of perhaps unconscious or subconscious uh, activation that's happening? Yes, certainly our body-mind is touched and informed by what we view. And the forms that we view, that we take in through the eye, they also reveal what we've learned about that form, what we associate it with, and ultimately we can see the form as potential. It is a potential that is revealed as replication of our thought in action. So by observing certain shapes, we are indeed touched at a subconscious level. To observe the duodecahedron, P2, 
people have a, a sense of settling, observing pyramids. Many people experience awe to see a medicine circle and stand near it. One experiences a, a unity with the land and a whispering of communion beyond earth and sky. So yes, we are indeed touched by what we see. Again, I'll say star two to raise your hand if you have a question and uh, you can type in a question online. Molly has a question here. I'm unmuting you, Molly. Hi, Venerable. Hi, Jennifer. Um, so my question is that um, during um, meditation, one day I observed um, in the water glass uh, an upside-down triangle with rainbow colors and blue hues and within that, there was another triangle, um, also upside down, um, with a yellow sun circle inside that. I'm just wondering, um, in reference to sacred geometry, if you have any insight around that. Yes, the, the tetrahedron, one within another and another, uh, is sometimes called the mother's yantra. A symbol of the forms arising from space and the wisdom potential within each being. So, contemplating the tetrahedron one within the other and the light inside of that, one makes a nonverbal connection with the wisdom of forms arising, mother wisdom, one's natural state. Is clear? Yes, thank you. And the circle within... That all this arises from hmm. the womb of space. Hmm. And that while it may appear as many, it is not separate from the womb, the circle of forms arising. And so observing the tetrahedron, it becomes an opportunity to clarify the mind and even uh, sweep away and then create the the retort for the alchemy of the mind's projections to see them inseparable from that circle of open space. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any other questions? Star two to raise your hand. We've got Shan raising her hand here. 
Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Venerable and Jennifer. Um, I was wondering if you would um, talk a little bit about the relationship of sacred shape and mantra and music. Mm-hmm. The chanting of the mystic creates wave patterns in the air that can be seen as letter shapes. And in deep contemplation, one may see the vibrating dance of appearances as if they are holy letters appearing, moving, that weave together to give the appearance of a tree. And thus each tree has its own signature, its own song, and its song is supported by the sound of forms arising. The interference wave of exploration that began the process of individuation. So yes, sound is vibration, it's, and form is vibration. And the skillful chanter, the skillful practitioner, may send resonant waves that energize awakening or pacify conflict or purify a poison thought and view. Uh, reminding each one they have a choice to see things as they are and not be swept by the winds of emotion, mind, projection, or conditioning. And so sometimes when meditating, one can see letters in the sky, um, and letters even in the bark of a tree. And so early mystics called that a signature, a vibrational signature that revealed the medicine of the plant, its purpose, its relationship, and its commitment to service, say like the cedar is a commitment to balance the mother-father energy, uh, leaving clear the field to see arising potentials in every moment as not separate from awakened wisdom. The pine tree, its medicine, is the medicine of clarifying the air element in one's body and the skin, uh, dissolving conceptualizations. Thus it became the place where all weapons were buried beneath a great white pine to consolidate and make peace and the beginning of the uh, six nations through the wisdom of the peacemaker. Mm. So, yeah, our chanting does have a 
harmonizing effect and also reveals to us our non-separation from those awakened realms of expression. So if you're um, looking at a sacred mandala for a particular practice and you're doing the mantra, the mantra and the geometric form are the same vibratory field, correct? They're, they're harmonics. Okay. They're harmonics. When, when the, you're the doing mantra. that simultaneously, are you creating that field of energy? You are connecting with that field of energy as it is arising. Okay. And some practitioners can create uh, appearances. And um, it's a, a step on the way to understanding uh, the forms arising so one person may appear in many places simultaneously, mm -hmm. or one may see within the tree the the face of the being that lives there. Um, so there is no I to create, yet the um, consortium of views generate appearances that are fluid and changing, and those appearances arise according to harmonic um, templates, which can be heard in mantras. Mm -hmm. Is the mantra the um, sound of the... Never mind. I already know the answer to that. <laughs> Getting too technical here. Thank you, Venerable. You're welcome. And following up on that, Venerable, the, uh, Shan also asked about music and sacred geometry. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you could say a little bit uh, more about that correlation and how uh, we might understand that. Well, for for someone who wants to uh, to taste the geometry of forms arising through music, uh, the music of Hildegard, the chorals of Hildegard von Bingham, are most profound, and also Gregorian chants and the chanting that I heard in this. Orthodox Catholic monastery. The their chanting revealed uh, iconography of um, forms arising. So yes, sound, the vibration, the ripple of sounds make shapes and uh, one can search on YouTube and see some examples of the effect of sound upon uh, sand and or liquids. 
Yes. Is that answering your question? Yes, that's very helpful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll remind everyone, star two, to raise your hand if you'd like to ask a question or you can type one in online. And while we're waiting for another question, uh, following up on Shan's, uh, and you're speaking of uh, mandalas, sacred mandalas. Oh, well, we've got someone else asking a question here, so I'll let them go first. Okay. Go ahead, Karen. Hi, Venerable. Hi, Jennifer. Um, hi, Venerable. Yes, you. I think maybe you already touched on this, but I was just wondering um, the connection between sacred geometry and nature. Uh, I just love nature, and I was just wondering if uh, what's behind that love, in part, might be sacred geometry. Well, certainly a a forest with its natural energy and its replication of the spiral that gives rise to form, enhanced life force, is energizing and also relaxing and enhancing one's uh, well-being and clarifying one's view. So through the spiraling energy of the trees as they interact with the wind, the movement of one's life force is also uh, connected and enhanced. So the sacred geometry of the spirals are replicated in the trees as we sit by a brook and hear its bubbling sound and then look closely at the way the water moves, it relaxes the movement of energies within our own bodies, restoring the flow of life force through one's energy pathways, your circulatory system, and your meridians. Hmm. Okay. Yes, thank you. Yes. So again, star two to raise your hand if you'd like to ask a question or you can type one in online. So going back to, oh, here we go. Susie's got a question. Uh Hi, Jennifer. Hello, Venerable. Thank you so much. I have so enjoyed your wisdom and your vibration and your energy for now going on three years. Um, My question is, As one who only has heard the term sacred geometry, who knows that there's somewhere within me that knows there's great truth there, but intellectually I have no knowledge whatsoever, where would one start to integrate some of this wisdom in a very elementary and basic way? Oh, wonderful. There is a a book called How to Build a Universe, which is very helpful. And also, you can read the book, of course, and most informative is the creation of the five platonic geometric solids with toothpicks and Play-Doh. Just by building them and examining them, 
uh, one begins to see, oh, this is what makes a bridge strong. Oh, this is what gives rise to change because uh, you're building it and you can observe how the forms may, which forms maintain their integrity and which ones slide in to other shapes. Thank you. That sounds that sounds like fun. Actually, it is. It is. Toothpicks and Play-Doh, and the thought comes, and I'm not even sure, you know, where this question is going to take you. But I've dabbled a little bit in numerology. Uh huh. And it just instinctively, I know there has to be a connection with the number of faces, the number of sides, the number of um, places where they each connect. Yes. And with numerology. Oh, yes. Because also the numbers, in a sense, are uh, indicators of frequency and vibration. And so there is a message in the number of vertices and faces uh, that one can explore. Um, And that also has been a a long-time exploration of those who wish to see things as they are. So in Pythagoras also uh, saw the significance of number as an indication of vibration uh, and the potential of forms arising as overtones. So yes, exploring those numbers does have significance, considering them as cycles. So there is the, the pulse of the earth Imagine that as the pedal note. And there is the pulse of the tides, uh, a tonic. And there is the uh, lightning grid work, the lightning strikes, uh, a third. And the movement of the winds or as they are stimulated by the cascading waves from the sun moving through the heliosphere and through our magnetic sphere. Uh, All of these relationships are significant and uh, have sound, have our vibration. Uh, Some years ago, when my clan sister called me to say, Sister, sister, I saw an article, and they described this black hole as being 49 octaves below middle C in the the sound of B flat. Uh, And she, she was really excited about that finding because we experienced this sound of the earth. And so all appearances are vibration and what is sound but vibration. 
So we, as we walk through life, imagine a, a keyboard of 90 octaves or 108 octaves. And we are, say, just that the ninth octave and all the information below the ninth octave and above it is not uh, fully perceived through the intellect, yet we are intrigued by it and also impelled by these overtones, these ripples in time-space of sound. So numerology is significant when we uh, see it as a exemplifier of cycles and overtones of potentials. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Something is definitely resonating within me in response <laughs> to... To all of that, thank you very much. I will get some Play-Doh. I'm going to play. <laughs> thank you, Venerable. Yeah, it's fun to do that. I did that with you, Venerable. Yeah, it is fun. <laughs> Making uh, the platonic solids out of toothpicks and Play-Doh. It's, uh, it's a wonderful way to experience them. Star two, if anybody else would like to raise their hand and ask a question, I think we've got a little bit of time left here. And uh, if no one raises their hand, I will ask this question about going back to the mandala and the sacred form. And this, uh, just about a week ago, uh, Venerable, I, I got to see my first crop circle uh, in uh, in person, uh-huh. and uh, was a massive structure with, uh, of course, it was all uh, sacred moons and stars. It had a five-pointed star and a uh, moons and uh, what looked like pendulums, and uh, it was quite beautiful. And I have been looking at a lot of the crop circle shapes over the years. And, of course, there's been just hundreds and hundreds of them. And they're all uh, filled with these sacred shapes, tetrahedrons and cubes and all kinds of things. And uh, I heard this one woman speaking about uh, crop circles. She's really an expert on them. And uh, she flies around and takes pictures of them here in England, and she said that she used to get migraines, and she found that looking at this one picture of a crop circle, if she was getting a migraine, she could take that picture and look at it, hold it for about 10 minutes, and the migraine would go away. Uh Uh-huh. Well, certainly the shapes and forms that are communicated through crop circles are vast encyclopedias of knowledge and information that is conveyed from other dimensions and other realms. And so 
through the the shapes that are carved in the field uh, and the electromagnetic uh, process of communication, uh, much is revealed about harmonizing our view and our relationship with the circle of life. Mm-hmm. And I, I call them love letters from the heart of the sky. Yes, and you have a wonderful CD that uh, I've listened to, gosh, hundreds of times. I, uh, when I was living in Los Angeles, I would put it on and leave it for all the plants and all the my whole home, and just leave it on repeat for the whole day. <laughs> And so people can go to beautywayproductions.com and get that beautiful CD of uh, sacred music. Which is based on uh, crop circles. Mm-hmm. I think on eight in particular. And so did you meditate on those crop circles and then... I I observed them. I meditated upon them. And I listened uh, because they reveal uh, harmonics. And uh, very often machinery is knocked, electric machinery is knocked out of kilter because of the resonant field, the vibration that is emitted from those crop circles, which appears to be communication from the very heart of the universe and also the heart of the earth. Uh, Like, wake up, here is an encyclopedia of what is arising. Um, And while it appears to come from afar, it also is a message from within of uh, antidote to what we think of as suffering, that we can be more skillful as members of the human family, which exists on many worlds. We are not the only humans in the universe. Yes, and one of the things that uh, science is proving, which is wonderful, is that everything in the universe is made up of sacred ge- of geometry and that it is uh, likely, they're starting to prove, that it's all these five platonic solids. And so what I take that to mean is we're seeing on a microcosm level and a macrocosm level that these shapes are what make up the universe and that uh, for instance the the earth being a duodecahedron and what I feel personally about that is I'm discovering that for myself and learning about it is it feels very comforting uh, because it's really, I think, proof that there is no chaos. Yes. 
Uh, certainly, the vibrations, as they become form, uh, are perceived in matter through the dance of these uh, platonic solids, all arising from the spiraling energies of potential. And as frequency, by observing them and recognizing the resonance, the incredible gift of, of human body, of being alive, walking on earth, uh, and also when one is not with a body, that there is um, a, a field of communication in which we all participate. Indeed. Well, I think that brings us almost to time here, Venerable. And uh, um, any final questions? No one's raising their hand. Well, I pray these words have inspired those who listen and those who will listen in the future to explore the dance of forms arising within one's own life and consciousness, and may each one dedicate this exploration to the recognition of the awakened being within, and may we all make the commitment to generate kindness and invite ourselves and others to reach the shore that is free from illusion. And I thank each of you for your questions and participation. And uh, Jennifer, this uh, electronic grandma was a good idea. <laughs> thank you, Venerable. And I'd like to share the long life prayer. Emanation of rainbow light, Dharma wisdom, three fires bright, guide upon the beauty road, calling all to see, crystal reflection, boundless compassion, caller of four winds, wise grandparents, seven sisters, may your mission be accomplished, may we assist you in the light, May you receive many blessings and live a long, good life. We thank you, Dahani Oahu, gift to the people, great mystery, great lady of the Buddha families who holds the secret Vajrayana in the lotus grove of the teachings of the practice lineage. You are the glory of the Buddha's teachings and of sentient beings. Blessed of the Vajra Dakini, may your life, Dahani Oahu, ever remain firm and long. May thank you, Venerable. Thank you. Bye. Bye for now. <laughs>